Welcome, welcome, guys, to the Off White Pod. You know who it is. It's the Off White Boys, and it's David, hardest host, dark in the most. And with me, I've got the boy Vic, the most gas guy who never tells lies. How are you doing today, mate? Mate, I am doing really good. Now we finally got uh, the setup going. Um, that was a bit long, can't lie. But we're here. We're here. We're ready. No negative vibes. No, Let's just get into it. Honestly, bro. guys, I will say that this. We spent about two hours to try and get these two mics working, and hopefully the sound is coming through crisp. Crisp, crisp, new mic vibes. You know what I mean? Exactly. So um, this episode, as we get, as we said, we're gonna uh, just do it us two again. Yeah, uh, we're mixing it up because uh, last episode. Oh, the clips that you guys saw on YouTube, they were a bit of, uh, they were quite heavy, heavy conversations. So we thought we'd try and go a bit lighter this week. Uh, something that's hopefully um, still interesting for you guys. So sure. what, what, you want to tell them what it's about, Vikraj? Yeah, of course. So basically, um, it's not too light, but it's definitely lighter than last week. Yeah. Um, it's basically, we're doing kind of a review and kind of our feedback of, um, there's a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. And Dave and I both watched that this week. Um, Dave, you've watched it before, actually but yeah um so we're going to be talking to you about what that was what that was all about and um the impacts it have got on on society and people and all that so i'd say we just get straight into it bro yeah so um obviously if anyone who hasn't watched it there's going to be a big spoiler alerts all the way through this so if you want to watch it before you listen to this that would probably make sense yeah you're welcome anyway so the social dilemma obviously we know is talking about ai talking about social media touches on a few other aspects around it the um you know uh the kids was the main issue for me because i was thinking how does this apply to my life because i feel my social media usage is fine as it is i don't mm. think i've got an issue but like the thought of you know starting a family one day and they're literally being born into a completely different era than our parents were and how i'm going to address that and see what i can do um you know restricting their their screen time and stuff uh, that was the main thing that i took up took off from it yeah. straight away i don't know how how you felt i've jumped straight in there yeah uh, i haven't given much context so yeah you can pad it in if you like <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna hold that thought because yeah. i'm just gonna explain to everyone listening what the social dilemma was about so essentially um it was a documentary type um thing on netflix and they had a load of i wouldn't call them whistleblowers i would just call them previous and current employers of your big social medias, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Instagrams, your, mm. there was some LinkedIn and stuff in there, some other ones as well. And there was just a load of people that Netflix were interviewing essentially of what social media is, what it started off, what it has become and what are like the impacts, dangers, threats and po- be- benefits and stuff as well at the, at the end it was saying as well. Yeah. So that's essentially what it was. Um, so following on from you said, uh, Dave, um, about um, kind of it's a problem for younger people and how our kids are going to be into a generation where there was um there was a quote from that actually you should watch um and it was the main guy in it essentially who used to work for facebook or yeah google sorry yeah he used to work for google um and he basically said one quote um he said how do you get out of the matrix if you don't know you're in the matrix so that's that that's like the probably the the epitome of what the the documentary was about so what he was saying essentially was our kids are going to grow up where they're not we we grew up with no social media no even phones or anything like that Mm -hmm. really mobile there was but we it wasn't like a big thing right and then i see like younger family members and friends whatever like you you see it um where they have like phones and stuff from a young age so that that's worrying to me in a sense that when i was younger all i wanted to do was like 
kickball, chill, mm-hmm. just be with my mates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as long as you're home on time, that's calm, that's right? Too, you get me? But it's it's got to a point now where, and it, it showed this as well, it had as a parallel to the interviews and everything. It had like this little um, fictional storyline where they had like a family who were like on their phones and all these things had like three kids yeah. one the girl the older girl like wasn't into um social media and everything the middle guy was a lot and then the younger girl was as well mm-hmm. the younger sibling the um and and it shows like what each of them kind of went through and everything yeah. um so with the younger girl do you remember the scene where she posted a selfie, a selfie yeah. and then she gets like two likes and then she yeah. deletes it puts another one with loads of filters on it and everything yeah. and she got loads of likes and it made her feel good yeah, yeah. and then so that that's like something that social media is quite dangerous i think that's quite scratch of the surface stuff like yeah, people yeah. uh they, they go on social media younger people and they're influenced by how many likes and stuff you get because when you're younger you are more susceptible to care what people yeah. think i think you want to be popular you want to be liked peer pressure all yeah, that yeah, for sure. it's all the, the issue with it all that I thought, sorry to put, uh, but in all the stuff that the kids are wanting isn't anything different to like our generation, but there's just a different way of getting that. Yeah. So, you know, you're at yeah, school, you're right. if you wanted to be funny, to get everyone's attention, obviously, to be like the, you know, the class clown or the center of attention, like you have to be funny, you have to like play sport, you know, it's the same thing, but this time they've got it to millions of people in their in their hands through the phones so it's very tough for them to be able to just accept you know two likes whatever because imagine if they didn't even have the like button on insta how many people would still post and yeah that, that was one thing where i think in the story that's they, so interesting they, actually, they even yeah. said that um oh we put the like button in so you know people can just it's supposed to be good. It's supposed to yeah, be... Yeah, that guy who worked for Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just as, uh, you know, you just like your friends, you tag, you tag he, your friends. He, he said the, the like button on Facebook, um, he created it and he said it was to create, it was to spread positivity. Like, yeah, or oh, Dave puts a cool picture on, I'm going to like it because I'm going to show love to my bro in it. That, that kind of, that's what it was. And now it's become something where, as you were saying, mm-hmm. people need it for gratification online yeah, uh, of yeah. like, oh, I'm good enough or something. And yeah. when we were younger, I think it was, it was more, I'd say it was more to do examples were like if you go on non-uniform day and you have like a nice pair of shoes oh that's a nice pair of shoes yeah, but yeah. if someone said oh, i don't like them pairs of shoes if you leave school it's not like you might be upset but it's not so detrimental yeah, yeah. whereas you, you 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 can go home and be like yeah the shoes are there to remind you of that fact whatever it's not, yeah, it's not yeah. the best example but yeah. you, it's not constantly there if that makes sense yeah, but with a so with a like it's like a constant reminder of yeah. your phone that you know, I'm not getting. Look, this other girl posted, or this other boy posted for, or, or not. I got like half the likes they did, and my half is good. Yeah. Whereas really, we look at it. I don't. It's not deep for me how many yeah. likes you get. No, but then, right. then I was thinking, actually, good quick question. When when you put up because you've got a, I'd say a plethora of images on uh, Instagram. <laughs> mate. Yeah, yeah. So when you post, do you have like an expectation of how many likes you think you're gonna get? Um, it's one of those. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because it's is is a tough one, but it's also. Um, more and more as I've posted on social media, you do notice it. Yeah. So like before uni, I barely posted or I posted and I was getting like, these aren't big numbers by the way, guys. So I'm not even, there's no flex. See you in the matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, I was getting like 20 likes or whatever. So then I get to uni, we're going up. Like now I know my average is just like a hundred. That's just, yeah, yeah. that's what I get. But, but I know that. But when I post it, most of the time, I'm not even, like, genuinely, I'm not even looking at the likes. Yeah. I'll, I'll post something just because I want to share it. Same thing with my story. I'll share it. 
and then I'll leave it. Then I might come back to it a day or two or, or later. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you want to look at, you want to see if that certain person or whoever's liking the pictures, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, for me, it's never like a con- a, cons- a constant um, check-in. But once yeah, yeah. you put it up, in that first 10, 15 minutes when the likes do rush in, yeah. can't lie, you just feel nice. It's like a dopamine, dopamine release, is, right? It's is. like, ooh, you, you do, and I don't post that much, right? Yeah, yeah. But when I do post, I want to get likes. Yeah, yeah. Not because not because I'm like, oh, that's all I want. But mm. how I see social media, I don't really... You should say, I think you should say that you don't have Facebook. I think that's, yeah. that is interesting. So, interesting. yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't have Facebook. I deleted it a few years back mm-hmm. and whilst I was at uni. And the reason I did was because of the whole data thing that came out. So, they were saying, like, Facebook is stealing your data and uh, they're using it and they're monetizing it and they're using it for dangerous things. So, when I heard that, I didn't need too much convincing to delete Facebook. One, because I wasn't ever, I am a social media user now that, I'd say of our age and stuff, I probably, as me putting stuff on there, I'm like one of the, I'm on the lower spectrum. I don't really post that much and yeah. or whatever. But as in being on it, I do like memes, yeah, do. information, especially because of our Instagram page now. Like yep. I'm on it every day, <laughs> off right? Off white boys, go and follow that guys. Yeah, at yeah. off white boys, go and follow yeah. that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, but yeah, I deleted Facebook because of that. So I've still got Instagram. I've got Snapchat. Mm. I got to. I don't really use Twitter as much anymore. I've, I've got to admit. Yeah. Uh, in the last month or two, I've just. I deleted it just to see if I could. Like yeah, I got deleted. It got deleted, and then it's been a case of I've looked and I've been like, oh, because it's not there, I've not used it, and I thought I'd really miss it because I was like, nah, nah, like, oh, I get all my information from Twitter, yeah. like the immediate stuff that which I can then Google and look into see if it's yeah, real yeah, or not. Yeah. Um, but I honestly haven't missed it, and to be honest, the main reason I actually used it was. FPL bonus points, like who's yeah, getting, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, oh, quickly yeah. let me check or whatever, yeah. or football and stuff. But yeah. it's not. Then it got me thinking, like it's not, it's not that deep. But now I, I was thinking, should I do the Instagram? I can't do that anymore, really, yeah, because yeah. I'll just have our page yeah, and stuff. But, but yeah. See, if I, with the Facebook and stuff, I, I genuinely think I can live without Facebook. But the thing I wouldn't, I would miss would be Messenger, which is just yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. The use it a lot in it, yeah. Messaging because you've got group group uh, chats with your uni mates, your mates from home. Like that's the only thing I like. I never ever scroll through Facebook, and I think yeah. My, Do you not? No, no. Oh, I think my if... feed reflects that because my feed is all over the place. It's bare random. Like it's not even. There's no. Um, there's no theme behind it. Whereas okay. if I go on Instagram, I can see like, oh, the this stuff I'm interested in yeah. that. But uh, saying all that, uh, just to uh, bring a bit more structure to the old uh, review. Um, so from from the, from the what you watched on uh, Social social um, Dilemma, did you think that what they're describing is that far off in the future? Or did you think it's going to be, um, you know, in the next 10, 20 years? Because everything they were saying... What, I, what, what are you referring to, though? What so, are you referring to is in the what's the future? Yeah, yeah. So, with the... In, in the basically, in the in the movie, they always come... They always say, like, oh, are we living in utopia or dystopia? Mm-hmm. And, like, this utopia that we're in now, the convenience, I think this is the getting to the peak of what the utopia is going to be. I think, right now, the disadvantages to advantages is quite low. Like, social media advantages from business from you know growing brands from connectivity yeah. with people i think it's at its peak like, yeah. i can't see how they're going to improve the algorithm yeah. for it to get any better for interaction with your mates but do you know all those negatives where they're saying it's influencing uh you know 
elections as influencing people's day-to-day activities i think that's gonna slowly slowly grow till till the point where it's starting to outweigh the positive positive sides yeah on the basis of you look at us we feel like this now because we've known as you said before the matrix we know that we're in the matrix talking social media in this uh, circumstance but as the new generation you know the gen z's all them come through and they don't know a time before social media they don't know a time before uh, snapchat filters we wake up we get ready we look in our um mirrors we know what we look like if you're a 13 year old girl who's always on snapchat sending your own selfie do you know how they say you have dysmorphia of what your face looks like yeah. because they have filters on yeah that's what i think is going to be the negative downfall when it starts to impact people on their day-to-day yeah where as they said, uh, I think it's even stats to say like the inter- interactions between the younger generation is even low. Yeah. People anxiety is way more. Just yep. basically from one the negative effects from social media, and then two the fact they're on the phones so much more. The actual you know just having bounce with your mates decreases. It's like oh what are you doing tonight? Well let's hop on the Xbox. Let's play Fortnite. Let's do this. Well, it's all based around computing. Whereas back, well, I say this not to um, you know. Uh, uh brush all the new generation with the same brush whatever they're saying is you know what i'm trying to say there guys but um you know with us we would easily be like oh let's go to a park let's go kick ball like i don't know how much that happens with uh this generation Mm. compared to oh let's just chill in let's go on zoom let's facetime let's this 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 so that was a long explanation but do you see where i mean where when do you think this the ruling of AI is going to actually become to a point where they, you know, these companies start to take responsibility. So I, I, I want to say is that it's what worried me the most and what's going to be like the dystopia, the, the negative sides, mm-hmm. which has already started is when you touched upon it, but I'm just going to explain for everyone watching spoiler alert, what they said data is. So I thought, and I don't know if you're under the same impression, Facebook would collect your data or Instagram, Google, whoever, whoever it is, would collect your data, would then have this data that was categorized into these people who like to look at this, this, and this, or buy this, this, and this, and Google this, this, whatever it is. And then with this data, they would rep- have this in report style, however that's done, mm-hmm. and then would sell this to the businesses. But mm-hmm. after watching the pod, sorry, not the pod, uh, so after watching the documentary, yeah, yeah. I've realized that what they do, what Facebook, Instagram, and all these Google and everyone does with this data is they use it, they, they collect it, sorry, mm-hmm. and then they use it to feed back to you as a user or us as users, right? And then what that does, what that means is they don't sell the data, they use, use that data to create something that what we want to see every day so on instagram the reason you're seeing stuff you want to see is because that's how they've done it mm-hmm. and then mixed up in and amongst that is adverts is sponsored um posts is sponsored stories uh, is google um you depending on where you live uh google when you search something on google like um I can't remember the example they used, but um, whatever it was, it will be localised to where you are, uh, depending on your location or what you usually Google and things like that. And then what they're doing is they're selling that ability, that to two companies so companies will go so what they sell sorry just go on. so what they're selling is actually the predictability of exactly the, the users yeah because not even the predictability the yeah. actual this is set what they're going to google because yeah, they yeah. they they are they are collecting data they where they know us to a t and then not only are they using that to know us but what they're doing is they're putting posts to influencers that's my yeah, dystopia yeah, yeah. so i am not 
I am all down for if you use my data to modify what I want, to only see things I want, because you know me so well, go for it. Mm-hmm. You know me, I'm quite I'm quite like tech forward if you want. Mm-hmm. I wanna get chipped. If that means you've got a passport in your hand and everything, your card, everything, mm-hmm. I think that makes me safer yeah, for, yeah. personally, right? Yeah. But it's when they use your data to influence you as a person, that's the dystopia, because then, Companies, when it has an governments, agenda, like a negative agenda, yeah. that's not just yeah based on your entertainment. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So yeah. I did, I, I did. Uh, so that's that's my thing. I think it's dangerous when it influences people. If if it it, it feels like we're now getting manipulated to yeah, what yeah. companies want and governments, whoever it is, mm. right? You never know, like. It seems, and do you know what the strange thing is? There's some clips in the documentary of uh, Mark Zuckerberg in uh, getting spoken to by the senators, right? Mm. And he basically says that, well what we need to do is we need to look into what the AI is doing and create AI that's going to prevent these things from happening. Mm-hmm. What, For example, ISIS is a billion dollar, well, it was before it got dismantled, is a, is a, is a billion pound or dollar uh, company, essentially organisation that is funded by what? Shelf companies all over the world, right? What? How? What if? What's to say in that they? ISIS, as in, yeah, as in the terrorist, terrorist organization. Yeah, yeah. So what? To that. Yeah. So what? What's to say that they can't run a Facebook ad through a different page? So you can set yeah, up a yeah. face, You can set up a page on Facebook that wouldn't say ISIS, but you would say something to do with the religion it's associated yeah, yeah. with, and then people would follow that, and then they would run Facebook ads on that, and then Facebook. The AI, what it does is it influences all those people within those Facebook groups. That's the that's the danger. You can't you can't have a tool. A, a social media that will influence people at mass. I looked at some stats, right? And I think it's, uh, well, I get the stats up, and I think that the issue with that is um, the AI is obviously only programmed just to influence people. It doesn't, it can't recognize whether the information is one real uh, in terms of, you know, fake news that gets spread so easily across um, social media. If it's, if it's, you know, if it's extremist views, if it's just wrong, as, as I said previously, or if it's, you know, any benefit or or if it's even balanced. Because, you know, the whole thing about, even when with the election, like this is the maddest thing. This was honestly the maddest thing I think I've, I've seen, in, seen yeah. in my direct life was the general election that just went, you know... Um, the election, won, US the election. election. No, no, the uh, UK won. The one in 2017. Well, the Theresa May won? No, no, the one after Boris. The one Boris okay, won. right. When was that? 2020? No. Wait, it wasn't an election, I don't think. Oh, what was it? I think it what was just... She, there was a maybe a vote of no confidence. She resigned and then they voted oh, him. Oh, that as, was it. Yeah. So no, they, no, but was I'm there sure, a vote? I'm sure it was a yeah, vote. Yeah, there was they, actually. They yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I remember things. voting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Wait, when was that? No, that was 2019. I remember it because I was at uni. I remember being home as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, but on my social media, everything I was seeing was labor, 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 to the point where I was like, "Oh, calm, labor's mm. like labor's winning this. Like yes. this isn't even the, like everyone I'm seeing is posting labor. Obviously, people posting is actual real posts, so they're probably most people of our generation already had the um, the thought to vote for labor anyway. Uh, but obviously, social media still plays that role. But anyway. I feel, whereas my mum was saying, because, uh, oh, Jesus. Anyway, let me get back to my thing. I'm trying to think, say too many things at once. Sorry about that, guys. My brain's working so quickly. Anyway, so we go, um, wh- where was I? Uh, labour. What was coming on your feed? What was coming on your mum's feed? Okay, so labour, so all I've seen is labour. And then 
obviously the Conservatives won. And I remember watching the, the count of everything uh, coming through and the Conservatives, Conservatives killed it. Like, like, it wasn't even close. And all everyone in my house at the time at uni were like, what? Like, that's mad. Like, Oh, yeah, it was the Jeremy Corbyn yeah, one. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, that is actually mad. Like, I, based on social media, I thought, like... Labour was winning. Then I come home, I speak to my mum and she was like, oh yeah, Conservatives were always going to win. And I was like, what, really? And she goes, yeah, all, everyone, I, everything I saw was Conservatives. And I was like, what, mm, everything? Interesting, you've never yeah. mentioned that before and that, yeah, that, followed, no. that ties into the documentary. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, everything I saw was Conservatives. Obviously yeah. based on her age, her, um, her yeah, social media, media usages, probably all her friends and stuff. So whatever you whatever you've been viewing, obviously the whole point of it is to try and bring people closer. So trying to share the same interests. So obviously when it thinks of politics, it, it doesn't think of it as a you know something that each person needs to create their own mind of. Mm. I'm seeing this video from Jeremy Corbyn. I'm seeing all these videos. But if that video is a meme and you've liked it. He's going to show it to me just for it to be like, oh, look at this. Mm. You're in the same bracket. If if I like it, you might like it. Exactly. Quite likely that it is because the AI of the coding is that good, right? That's what it does with everything. But when it's something like politics, that's when it becomes dangerous because that can shift, as they said, as they know, shift elections as happened in America 100%. I'm not even trying to get conspiratorial, but... That's just facts, It's just facts. It it would have happened, like... um, And... I think that is just one of those examples where I saw it directly in my own life. And I was like, that's when I started taking the whole social media influence thing seriously. I don't know about you, if you have any examples, but that really hit me when I was watching that again in the uh, social media, social dilemma uh, film. Which bit hit you again? Uh, when they were talking about the elections. Yeah, that, yeah. took me back to that. So following on from that, I just I did some research uh, today. And uh, in the last few years, uh, two, 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, especially since last, since 2016, which is interesting, mm-hmm. there's been 230 um, political, uh, not just political, but protests around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them were political um, and a lot of them were significant to a point where it's broadcasted and everything. And there was a case in the documentary as well of Myanmar where Facebook, you'd get, you'd buy a phone and Facebook the, the, would already be installed from the person you bought it from yeah. with your account already set up, right? So it's, it's what it seems like they're encouraging Facebook and Facebook is aware that or polit people in politics in those countries are aware that the easiest way for us to influence people is through, through social, social media. media. And what is interesting about you and your mum in that uh, election with, um, and a couple of years ago we had, was that you thought completely one thing mm. and you were at uni with other students and your mum mm. thought another thing, right? So I didn't really take anything I saw on Twitter or um any social media seriously regarding politics because of Brexit. So what's, what, what I know of, what I think is that Brexit was uh, used essentially by Cambridge Analytica who were running these ads and were running these adverts and sponsored things on Facebook to influence people. So they would put you in category, this category or that category and then the middle and they would target the middle people who were unsure and then they would calculate their probability of leaning to one side and then target that mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. people in the middle if they wanted the uh, if they wanted Brexit to happen they would ta- target all them and vote Brexit and it would lean you over to voting uh, for Brexit right that was the tester for the US election apparently yeah. Russia had something to do with the US election 
it's all a bit weird yeah, and yeah. P- uh, Putin and Trump and all that weird yeah. stuff. But it was interesting because when I voted in 2019, I spoke to people and I would speak to people that I respected or that I had thought would have a good opinion. So I spoke to like my brother, I spoke to like my girl's mom and everything. I spoke to my mom, I spoke to like other people, uncles, aunties, friends, all the people I knew and younger people I knew and people our age, you guys, everyone. And I was like, oh, it's pretty mixed. Like I was like, there's a lot of people voting conservative for their reasons. There's a lot of people voting Labour. And that's when I kind of got my kind of political... uh, kind of um, what's it called dial in terms of where I wanted to go and what would relate to me and I think I remember having a conversation actually in this room where we were like oh now we understand politics a little bit more this is how we'd go about it right so we voted for what we who we voted for based on what we wanted locally I think that's what we we ended up thinking of but it's just interesting because social media will have you thinking one thing and it won't have you considering the other argument and the way we i was at school i think i used to be i used to do economics and business in a level and we used to have it was called the moves and shakers so every 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 week on a friday we'd have 50 minutes at lunch to have conversations kind of about topics we have conversations about other things as well yeah and everyone in there would be voting different. There was, I don't want to name drop, but there was a guy who ended up going to Oxford. I'll, t- I'll tell you after. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was very like, I would say, Lib Dem kind of Labour vibes, but yeah, yeah. with a little bit of Tory in there, but not not too much. He was very like liberal, but also in like a really good like way, like centralist, I guess. And then there were other people who were quite conservative. At that time, for some whatever reason, I was quite capitalist and I was like, yeah, like money and yeah. businesses and stuff. But there's other people on the other side of the spectrum. It's just inch, and that, the point is that it's social media. I think, and this is the dystopia again. Mm-hmm. It's it's preventing, it's stopping people from talking to each other. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. what? So just to follow on, mm-hmm. the in the in the what scared me as well is that they they don't they will send you stuff like someone's been tagged in a photo on Instagram. You get a notification. We get hell now, don't we? Because we turned them on, but. Even otherwise, I get X hasn't posted in a while or yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Snapchat or etc. Or the, and what it does is yeah. you'll be like, oh, I don't, why is this showing me to this? This I don't care, right? Yeah, but yeah. the likelihood of you going on there, being annoyed by, I don't care about this person posting yeah. and then carrying on scrolling. That's the point. Okay. They want to get you back on. Because if you, if you scroll a thousand times a day, that's a thousand adverts they could have sold yeah. and made money from. Yeah. So that's three, three dollars there. Three, yeah. And that's happening what there's how two one two billion people on facebook or something crazy yeah, so nice. you're talking about it's i think what i'm trying the point i'm trying to make is i don't think kind of following up from you said i don't think social media is the problem but what i think is the problem is the business model that they operate on 100%. in terms of using us to get more money but manipulating us to get more money i am all for social media i think social media is fine mm-hmm. i think what they should do is if you're under the age of 16, social, don't even think about social media. It's got nothing to do and with that's you. That's what the guy said about um, at the end of the yeah. at the end of the uh, documentary, documentary was yeah. like um, going forward. I think once you're at 16, and that's probably when you are ready to properly handle it. Because the last thing you need is to be in like year seven or whatever. You you're having the the standard high school stresses, secondary school stresses, and you've got to then deal with all the angst of social media but to uh jump onto the point that you were making about um you know you don't think it's social media that's the issue it's the algorithm uh, on it so then based on that do you would you say that there needs to be like there does need to be some sort of 
responsibility taken by the social media platforms but also it sounds like there needs to be law to be regulation to like there needs to like you can't have there's no industry where you reg the 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 companies of them rep re regulate themselves there's no industry that does that nobody would then so, well they're not going to make as much money exactly so i don't know what what do you think of that then do you think 100 who, who do you think it is down to then step up the government yeah but then also the governments have a keen a key interest in it because they don't want to start regulating it if it could then benefit them in four years when there's a an election or whatever do you get what i mean so that's i mean i get that that's that's high level corruption i mm. think people people politicians shouldn't be involved in social media like that anyway. They should post what they're doing and events and things, even if you want to post some promotion, that's normal, right? Yeah, yeah. But regulation would, prov what regulation does, it stops the businesses, right? Mm. So there's one guy who basically said, every time Facebook mines someone's data, you'll get charged. Or every time you, a certain amount of people, you have a cap. Every year they should have a gap, cap of how much data. They should also be sending data files back of what they've collected to people yeah. to do it, as well as government. They should have a whole internet regulatory body that's yeah. in every country with internet and social media, obviously. Sure, yeah. And then they operate together. It shouldn't. It should be independent of governments and it should be independent of businesses. It should be an organisation that's an, uh, a non-profit organisation. All it does is charge companies mm -hmm. online mm -hmm. for taking the data for using it so what all they're doing essentially is through these organizations pay tax yeah. and then governments can use that tax to benefit people for example from the statistics i've heard 112 from that documentary 125 percent of young people from 2011 125 percent increase in suicides Suicide. from ages of 11 to 14 or 10 to 14 that's ridiculous it's and it's this and 2011 is when social media really took a took a yeah. and where they started monetizing it a lot more right Exactly. so facebook had been out for a few years then and got to a good level and then they were monetizing it too and then everyone followed suit google were doing it they followed ads 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 mm -hmm. people you you can sign up to be to create adverts on google which is fine i guess for businesses but that kind of ties into the analytics the data yeah. collection what you're googling get generate money generate money generate money so and i think it's also bad how it's also designed obviously is the business model is already just um, a bit corrupt already but I think it's also bad how it is trying to actually influence human behavior in the sense where, yeah. you know, they said what we like, it's designed for you to always look at that phone. It's designed for you to literally get your phone, scroll. So, yeah, the best bit that, um, that really resonated with me as well was uh, ties into what you were saying about the um, the business model. But I also think the, the effect it's having on human behavior is also yeah. quite bad. Uh, talking about when they uh, compared it to the uh, slot machines when you pick up your phone you'd look and you just scroll you just scroll trying to see if there's going to be you know a picture from someone you like who's going to be a funny meme that makes you laugh or whatever like that innateness that they're trying to make it second mm. second what's the word second nature second nature that's it for you just to grab your phone pick it up and have a look it already and is like that it, it, let's it be is, honest it, for, for us there. it is like that isn't yeah it? and it's actually mad to think they've created something social media for you it initially was created for you everyone to feel together to connect with your friends yeah but now they're actually trying to get you to go on there more not even they don't even care about if you're connecting with your friends just to see ads and if you have a business that's run on that at that scale where everyone can look at it it's just yeah. there's only a matter of time and Obviously, the it's a it's a um, 
it's an amazing thing how good the algorithms are to begin with like the technology but it's it's just mad we've seen it when you come around we watch a few videos on youtube the next time you come around there'll be 10 that's mm. recommended on yeah them. and it's just like how efficient is it it's it actually, doesn't take long either it doesn't take long so, at all so and i feel like once it starts to go down that road it can it can really as they, as they call it on youtube you know the rabbit holes you jump down it mm. can really affect your your beliefs within a short period of time it was like for example um this week, for anyone who uh, knows me, I've been doing a lot of research into cryptocurrency. And within four hours, bro, on yeah. Tuesday, I felt like, wow, I know a fair bit about cryptocurrency. And I spent about six, I watched six videos, uh, yeah. average 20 minutes each. And it just kept on popping up, popping up, popping up, popping up. But imagine if that is something negative or, or yeah. like an extreme view. Yeah. Within those, that four hour period, I felt like my whole thought process about cryptocurrency had changed. I understood it. And if that's negative, if that's like... Mm, as it's easy this, to believe and like easy to so, follow. Yeah. It's so easy to believe. Yeah. One, obviously the quality of videos that are on YouTube obviously play a, play a part. But then two, the algorithm is literally like, oh, you like this one, give him more, give him more, give him yeah. more. Instead of just, well, let's see if he continues watching this stuff or does it even give you time to get off the platform. It's just trying to keep you there. It's trying to keep you on as long as possible. All yeah. for the fact of, they don't even care about what you're watching, to be fair. All for the gain of yeah. ad, ad, advertisements. Mm. And it's just, a, it's just a scary, it's a scary time. Um, and just, I don't know what the solution is, apart from, as we said, the regulation. Um, yeah. I think one thing I want to touch on is just completely mad as you were talking. I thought of this. We talk about influence, right? And how these companies are influenced. Let's talk about branding for a sec, right? Who Who is the biggest branded person or family right now in the world? Kardashian. Right. Yes. I'm they, I got that because when you started saying the brand, I was like, if I don't get this, this just, it kills the point. <laughs> we'll have to edit, cut, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's the Kardashians, right? Think of the influence they've got hands down 100%. they would not have had half a tenth of the impact they've had on the world than if social media wasn't a thing 100%. and they 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 use social media for everything yeah. they use like kylie's a net worth billionaire because yeah. of social media her, i've got a partner her she said that her lip kits they're not even that good but it's like <laughs> branding right and it's yeah. reinforced when you have it it's like you go on instagram and it's like she's if you're a girl and you look at pictures of other girls like beauty and everything you're gonna see bear picture of kylie and kim yeah. and they and it's like social media can be used literally to create empires yeah. and it literally has yeah, like yeah. kardashians other people youtubers and it's and it's like this is the utopia versus yeah. dystopia thing there's so many benefits that it has for example and it's not even just branded and all that stuff it's just like you can literally have no idea how to make butter chicken mm. and within i've watched a 15 minute video i can confidently go in the kitchen and cut a butter chicken mm. that's something that you have got knowledge in a Form. visual format i thought you're gonna make a, a stronger positive there but as long as you can make it butter chicken, anything yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying or yeah. like you said with cryptocurrency you can yeah, literally yeah. become a millionaire off yeah. three six, ten videos yeah, yeah if you utilize those videos like internet can and what it does is there's people like when I went to China for six months, mm. we were like, oh shit, it's going to be peak. Like, mm. 
you're not going to be able to link up face FaceTime FaceTime once twice a week or he's yeah. saying good catch up for a couple hours yeah. it keeps your friends connected right We I didn't feel as though be, me being in China affected our relationship in any way really and no. it, it just meant that for a while we just weren't really jamming together yeah, so yeah. there's so many positives but the, this, it's now like you're saying the dystopia the, the negatives is, is coming up but it's 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 I don't want it to get where it's too late where can't you can't reverse it now where the AI is like yeah it's on crud or whatever like yeah, it's yeah. not and capitalism ruins everything like See, it really does in it I wanted to jump in on that because I was going to say for me I honestly don't think there is I don't think there's any way of, of these businesses stopping their practices apart from as we said this regular regulation it's a government so I area. feel like it comes down to education at the end of the day everyone needs to know what it does to them it's just like alcohol, for instance. I think, oh, geez, this is about to be a bang point. Uh, I think if everyone's, um, uh, what's it called, view on social media changes, and it's obviously, it's a, it's a positive, don't get me wrong, but anything in too much, um, yeah. in too much, that's not in moderation, is always going to lead to negative effects. Yeah. And it's just like alcohol. Let's, let's use that example. So alcohol, you can once you're eighteen, you can drink. You can drink as much as you want, yeah. as long as you're not getting behind a wheel. Really, you yeah. can do whatever you want. You, yeah, no one sure. would argue with that. But everyone's aware of the benefits, uh, benefits of the negatives, yeah. um, and people still make their own decisions. You, it might take you a few years or a few times before drinking. You're like, okay, wait, no, I have six pints. That gets me a bit woo woo woo. Or I get twelve, then it's 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 an issue. So for me, and as, as you've done, you said you don't have Facebook anymore just because you just felt you didn't need it and there's no point engaging in something that's going to, could possibly, could potentially sway your behaviours if yeah. you're not feeling like the risk to um, reward uh, benefit isn't there. So if everyone viewed, had that sense, like for me, I've disabled all my um, notifications and all my apps just for the fact that Whenever I want to look at my phone, I look at my phone. Yeah. I don't want to be oh, because it's hard. Let's 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 admit. If you get a notification, it's hard to ignore that notification. Yeah. Hundred percent. You hear that buzz, zzz, you look at it. You're like, oh, don't wanna, don't wanna apply just yet, but it's it's still there. It's ticking yeah. away. You're like, oh, I need to look at my phone. But if it's not on at all, then you just look at it when you want to. You engage. You put yeah. it down. And I feel like that's all it really takes yeah. obviously it's very simplified that how i've explained it but if you, everyone had that view then i feel like that would cut down the gro- the speed of how we, we could approach this dy- dystopia but the only thing i would say is it won't change the interactions you have with the social media at the end mm. of the day so when you do go on those targeted ads those targeted things will still be there but i think it's just knowing that wait wait let me take a second I've just read this information about what's going on in China. I've re- I've seen a five minute clip, a five minute TikTok. Did you know this? This this this. That's interesting. Let me do my due diligence and go and uh, Google. Let me find out. Look at loads of different uh, sources. You got. It's going to be a bit long for people to. I think to think like that, but it's just like when you're looking for sources for uh, an essay or whatever. Yeah. You don't use the first source you you find, but I feel like the uh, you don't. It's not the only source you use. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. You, yeah, you got find. You. Um, 
you look at it, you read, you're like, oh, geez, that's well interesting. Then you're like, oh, can I back this up? Or is there more information that gives me the bigger picture? Because that's mainly what happens on social media. Everyone loves a headline. We go on Twitter, we see this. Oh, so-and-so's broke up with this. Um, that was a poor example because I don't care about that stuff. But say it was, um, uh, oh, the coronavirus is infecting so many people, blah, 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 blah. All the fake news that's potentially to spread. Okay, let me just type in coronavirus infection rates in the UK then you've got all these websites and then you can you can sift through it then you get to the point where it's like you know what slightly i've looked at the first five web links and they're all ranging from 80 percent to two to ten percent to be honest it looks like no one really knows so i'm not going to take this too seriously mm. whereas you have someone who will read it the first time not look at it be like bro have you seen it um the infection rate right now is 97 97 blah, blah blah it's like oh no i did see that mate but actually i did a quick google i'm not sure how how uh, accurate it is and they're like oh fair enough but mate i've seen it on social media that it is uh, and then you have those interactions and then people are actually you can call out because i think it happens before loads of times when we'll see an example of something and i'll tell you that and you're like oh yeah i've seen that but i've also seen this and I feel like people need to start not taking everything for face value because there's nothing else we do Online, take. For sure. We don't take anything else for face value. Like, I don't understand this thought of, or someone tells you this, you just believe it straight away. Like, mm. personally, I don't know if it's a trait I have because that's what I'm like. Yeah. But there's very few things like, obviously I, 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 um, I listen to a lot of what people are saying. I take it for face value when they say it. But if it's something I'm really interested in or something that I want to then tell someone else, I will tend to fact check it myself. Like if you came over and said to me, oh, David, you know, these Macs, they're actually 500 quid. Like you should cop one tomorrow, go on the Apple website. And then I'd be like, oh, I swear, I can't. Then I'll go, I'll have a little look. Not the best example again, because that's an easy search, but have a look there, 750. They'd be like, oh, it's not it's not it's, it's not 500 yeah. and then you're then we go back and forth our little thing if you could treat that all the way that was a sh- absolutely horrendous example but you get what i'm saying right? I do, I, what's <laughs> interesting is have you seen on the whenever someone posts on instagram about covid it comes up with a little thing at the bottom yeah. saying essentially this might not be true yeah. why don't they just apply that in everything so when you log on to facebook the first thing you should see on the top of your wall is essentially when you when you're looking at uh information mm. look at it with like a with See, take it with a pinch of salt because it might not necessarily be true. They should have that posted constantly. That should be the first thing on your feed. Like, be warned or, like, not warning, but, like, in a softer way that's Mm. more suitable to just be, like, whatever you read is not... Because I don't trust people to not believe what they read online. Because it's... It's... it's, Because you... Yeah, I just don't think I can trust people to, 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 to do that. I think it's the government's job. Because people clearly see something online if they see it enough they believe it and that's not real life online is bs it's not it does not exist mm-hmm. it's uh even if even when you put a picture on instagram it's not really it it doesn't it's not real do you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. not part of like normal day-to-day life i don't think so that's what's my yeah. take and i get that other people do and stuff that like that taking that picture about 10 15 times adjusting the lighting it's like this, put a filter on it etc etc it's not you're not and I take hella pictures on my phone because mm. I want those memories for me, right? And people put it on Instagram. I'm not trying to be like, oh, we're dope on Instagram. I also have posts on Instagram. Mm. I post stories because it's mm. it's fun, right? Like I yeah. do like engaging in it. Yeah. But as someone viewing it, you can't, and especially when it's information, like you said, it's you can't take it as fully real. Like I'm, I think where 
I would say we're quite skeptical on that stuff, but mm. there's people out there, mate, that will just, that will just believe it. And mate, there was yeah. one example where there was a family member, um, and they ended up liking a Britain First comment, which is essentially a racist yeah. group on Facebook, and that and that family member was of the same origin as myself. So yeah. I was like, oh, why did you like this? And they were like, oh, well, I, I agree with what they're saying. It was something to do with immigration, and that was bef- 2016, early when they were doing the whole Brexit stuff. So I was like. Some and that person was what our mum's age, mm. I would say. So I was like, "How can you be influenced like that? If you really <laughs> yeah, understand yeah. immigration and the laws and everything and going mm. around it, you would not agree with this." So I, I questioned them, and they were like, "Oh yeah, fair enough." Mm. But people like that who you don't expect to do it will do it, will believe it. Hundred yeah, percent. So 100%. it's it's a dangerous. It's dangerous. It's that so tying that again in again. It is. It's a dangerous. It's a dangerous platform. They're all dangerous platforms, but they can be utilized in a positive way. And you can put warnings on there. Like I said, I think you should be able to stop. Anyone under 16 should not have any social media, I think. I think it's, yeah. it's just unnecessary. Go and be a child. That's what. Yeah, you, if yeah. you're under 16, you are a child. I don't care mm. if you're 16, you're a kid. Mm. That's what you are. You should go be that. Afterwards, you should do it. But by the time you've gone to that, you've not even... you you've not even lived your life with it, so you're not deep in it. Yeah, so you're naturally yeah. not going to check it all the time. Do you know what I mean? Notifications should be downloaded as off and you switch them off to on to yeah. what you want. Yeah. That should be your choice and everything, right? And so, the, so yeah, go ahead. And um, with it though, on, on that basis then, um, just for your, just for yourself, it uh, uh, doesn't have to be, you can just answer it how you feel. Yeah. How do you think you would raise your family um, around the social media age regarding obviously children? Like what? What? What do you think you're gonna put? What safeguarding measures uh, measures are you gonna put in for that? It, so the first one I had was they're just not gonna get social media before sixteen because I'm not gonna even I'm gonna well you say this in hindsight but but not not in hindsight saying it now without yeah. hindsight so you don't know how hard it's gonna be but I'm gonna just mm-hmm. try and explain to to my children it's just not necessary like everyone at school is gonna have it but you really really don't need it but I just think. They, the reason it needs to be a law is because kids are gonna just get it anyway. Because yeah. kids, the more you say no to a child or teenager, especially, they're gonna just want to do it more and more. If their friends are doing it, they're gonna want to do it. Yeah. Like, you would tell your kids that people would tell the kids, "Oh, yeah, don't drink before mm-hmm. eighteen. Don't go parties. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go and they're gonna get alcohol. And they're gonna drink. Right? Yeah. This happens. It's the same thing with social media. So wait, so you're gonna put no social media at all? You're gonna yeah. try. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm not going to restrict it because I don't want to, that's like a whole other topic, but I don't want to force things upon my kids, but I'm going to explain it to them from where I come from and be like, these are the dangers. I will tell them what they're doing with the data. I will tell them how they use your fit. I will tell them how they manipulate them as people. Mm. And hopefully at that, that point, they'll be like, you know what? I, social media sounds a bit dangerous. Like I don't think, oh, it sounds a bit like evil essentially, right? It's, it's not. So I will try and go down that angle because I don't want to okay. force anyone to do anything, but... I'm I'm only doing this just for entertainment yeah. purposes. So wait, just for clarify, just to clarify. So you're gonna try and tell your 13 year old daughter yeah. that she can't have it based on the manipulation. I'm not telling. Yeah. But you're that's it. Like you you think. No, no. I'm gonna explain everything. No, no, no. Yeah. But then, so you're not gonna let her have it at all, or you're gonna restrict it. Oh, she's, she's not having it. She's, so not, she's, having it she's having it not having it on her 16th birthday. Download mm-hmm. all of them, mate. Go for it. Go crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. The only thing. I what about you though? So for me, um, you would restrict, or you would, would say no. I would restrict just on the time that just this, my my view is. I just don't think it's realistic. Yeah, for, I agree. To be to tell them no, you know, uh, they can't have it at all. Just on the basis of 
They can have it. Obviously, you can't control what they do at school, but mostly at school, they can't be on the phone. So you know they're <laughs> on it all the time. But I would say, like, you know what? When it comes to when you're having dinner, there's no phones at dinner. After you come home, you leave your phones, you go and do your work. And um, I, I had that. Just The only reason I say all this is because I had this, but this was more of the basis of make sure your work is done, not trying to keep you away from social media. So I think if you were to show the highlights of getting your work done and just restricting the amount of times they can spend the social media yeah. is going to decrease the likelihood of them getting so affected. Because yeah. uh, they come home at three o'clock, whatever, they get home at four, they're doing their work, they eat, their dinner. And if you get them in a routine of doing that, they actually come home for the family time and not just come home for the phones. Yeah. So whereas if they're there like constantly thinking what they're missing out on, but they still get to see that whenever they want for a few hours in the evening, I think that's more sustainable than them not having social media at all. Because it's always like, as you said, with the whole alcohol, it's like you can't drink. Your parents will just uh, explain to you why you can't drink, the effects, but yeah. kids still want to do it. So when it comes to social media, I agree with what you're saying completely. But I just don't know if it's if it's a realistic play because by the time they're ten, they want a phone. Like, they, hell no! There's, what's they, the need for a ten-year-old to have a phone? You take them to school, you pick yeah. them up, yeah, you take them to the. They, they'll ask you. They what? They will. I'll just be like, why? And if we'll, you, if they we'll, can give me one good reason why they, and if it involves, well, yeah. my friends have it. Get, get out of the room, fam. Yeah. honestly I think I get what you're saying yeah, it, no, is, no, that's fair. That's, it is hard that's, to it is hard to restrict kids from alcohol them. and things like that but mate you think about your kids yeah you're going to be taking your kids football gym yeah. extracurricular classes yeah. all these different things what, I'll literally be like why do you need a phone I would thing is I would give them I would give them like um, a TV I would give them a smart TV and everything yeah. be like mate go crazy on YouTube do you think learn some stuff in it I'll put some videos on for you that kind of vibe right but I just because like, if you if you actually tell them what is the actual need for for social media mm-hmm. and if they did get it then I would be like okay what I would from the uh, documentary the guy was like how long do you want to spend on social media per day and apparently mm-hmm. they will probably give you a reasonable answer right. I'd be like cool you can sit on this t- sofa and be on social media and after that I don't want to see you on it again yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying so it's, yeah. it's hard it's hard I think we're growing up we're going to we're going to raise kids in a in the it, well into the technological uh, advancement of yeah. humankind I think we're into that technological revolution like the industrial yeah. agricultural all that this is the technological we're way in like mm. we, we just are we've got to accept that like I said I'm tech forward I, I like tech I think it's cool I think it's beneficial I want to Alexa the hell out of my home when I move <laughs> yeah. out and stuff even when you know when I, in my ho- house and stuff I want to do that like I'm all for it but it's just you can't you've got to if the government or whoever on the and the the platforms aren't going to protect your kids, you've got to in it because exactly. it is just about that. But um, the, the, I kind of wanted to round it off by I, I'm not sure if we've got across the dangers enough of this <laughs> uh, this 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 documentary. So it's the social dilemma on Netflix. But I just want to finish off, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, going over i want to go over some of our clashes and stuff like that the stories we put on today but this is these is, i put down some of the comments of what um the experts uh were worried about right so i'll read some of them out one of them said civil war mm-hmm. so as i was mentioning about the protests and everything there's the, in venezuela in america in russia in all in uk with blm all these protests that are going on blm actually that's a good point blm was f- infuriated like it was 
it was what's the word it was um fueled ignited. it was ignited by so. social media and that kind of hashtag blm yeah, the black without, like, uh, yeah, blackout yeah, tuesday you how yeah, we had a movement to yeah. show yeah. your empathy your care your support your backing to yeah. we don't stand with racism we saw that on social media. Yeah. If you deep it, what even is social media? And it has that much power. Mm. I think our generation and below and above are already tied into the fact that social media has now come to the absolute forefront of society. Like you, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a form of social media, but yeah. that's business. So they're already putting it into like different factions of society. Yeah, There's, sure. I've got um, at my workplace, there's one as well. Obviously, I won't say it just, <laughs> but yeah, there's one at my work. So you <laughs> yeah, contact yeah. people through there and everything. My sister's up there, where, you know, workplace. They've got one as well. Yeah. Like it's, everything's so interconnected. But yeah, so there was a civil war. There was destruction of democracy, climate and the economy. That's what one guy said who was like, do you remember the guy with the dreads? Yeah, yeah, he, was was like, the, he was like, he was um, just to um, yeah, I wait you reading them out. Just to um, just to jump in on that, it's just like this is what they refer to as a dystopia. They were like, this is where all this, all the negative aspects of social media could lead to. So obviously the civil war. Um, you know, it's making there was a, there was a stat saying it's making people more polarized. Yeah. So do you know how people in politics always? Uh, everyone's everyone kind of has left views. Everyone kind of has like right views. Yeah. And they they kind of just they kind of uh, disagree. But you eventually weigh up the pros and the cons, and you vote based on that. Whereas the same social media is starting to force people to pick a side, mm. and it's causing like bigger divisions. Hence, why that will lead to uh, civil war, yeah. civil unrest. Obviously, it sounds extreme now, but honestly, it could easily happen. And and I think the um, the if you say, if you take something as as simple or well, simple, just something as like BLM, the protest that happened was n- none of this information that had happened. Uh, um, police killing uh, African Americans in America. It hasn't changed from over the last 20, 20 years. The numbers haven't gone up. The numbers haven't gone down. But there was just one moment that was captured that was so shocking that ignited this movement that rippled throughout the rippled throughout the world, and that was all through social media, and that's all it took. And this has been going on for all this. All the actions have been going on for centuries. You think about when they say uh, a civil a civil war. And you actually think it's bubbling already. Mm. If you look at America, they have been the most divided they've ever been in the history. Well, apart from you know the Civil War times, but like <laughs> obviously that's part 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 to do with Trump, just the character he is. He was a divisive person in the first place. Mm. But the supporters, the media. Uh, everyone will only choose to listen to the media that supports their views. So this yeah. is the kind of stuff where it's keep on getting pushed, and everyone who has who's in the middle is forced to join the side. It's just like, oh, what did you vote? What did you? Oh, I didn't vote. Oh, I don't really care. It's like, oh, mate, but ugh, that's fine. It could be worse. You could have voted for Trump. Oh, it it could be worse. You could have voted for Biden. Mm. It's already starting to make people left, right, black, white, all this, and it's just gonna pull people further and further apart and i think that's what they mean by just to give context to the uh, civil war because i think that's quite a heavy prediction but i agree and i hope I th- the, the reason this the reason they say civil war is because like in myanmar it's already created civil war where yeah. they've created through facebook movements who have been 
putting right wing uh, politicians have been using Facebook to fuel coups and things against the government and the governments in some countries are like really mm-hmm. adamant and a bit more uh, authoritarian than other other countries mm-hmm. this is fueling wars like it already happened that's why they're saying civil war it's already happening that way just as long if it's not america uk or more western countries people don't care right it's already happening to countries where facebook's kind of there's not as much information internet's new but when you get a phone and you get the internet it's got facebook already installed that's people probably think facebook is the internet yeah. there's facebook tried a deal with india where they said we want to set up your wi-fi for your home because it's a what 1.34 billion people market they want to send satellites up so people could get but you have to do everything through facebook mm-hmm. it's, it's dodgy in itself time. right but what i wanted to uh, f- kind of touch on a little bit as well at the end mate was just who's do you like who's more responsible then is it more to do with governments is it more to do with people users is it more to do with uh facebook um governments what what where does it? Where is it, is it? Everyone? I think. It, I think. I'll just say my. I think it's a bit of everyone. I think you can do it like, treat it how you would recycling. You can do <laughs> stuff every single day to improve our earth and our society, which is you put your cans and your bottles, whatever glass, wherever you do it, wherever you live, in the black box, in the green box, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you separate your food and your cardboard and paper and all that, and that's every day you do it. And then it goes to the governments where the councils where they deal with it and send it to whoever's going to recycle and then the big corporations and then you've got uh the paris move the paris treaty and all that where government sign it for climate change so that's tackling climate change right it should be the same way with the effects of social media the negative impacts and the reason why i actually i read that example very 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 highly is if we're as the consumers obviously it's not actually correct but as the consumers of social media if or as uh, using your analogy if we're doing all the work we can separating everything we can uh, putting them in the correct uh, boxes yeah and then the council will take it and throwing it all in the uh, landfill yeah our efforts are wasted mm. so if we're doing all we can by trying to limit our time on social media by t- trying to you know educate our children educate other people about the dangers of social media but the social media are just constantly pressing, going down, integrating Facebook into our TVs, Netflix is coming to our TVs, YouTube's coming to our TVs, Amazon's trying to get into property, they're trying to make digital things. Like, if nothing of that is regulated, there's only so much we can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When it gets to the point where uh, you go to a pub, alcohol's cheaper than water, do you reckon the amount of people that consume alcohol is going to go up? Probably. Probably. So if you're not going to be able to regulate this put put sanctions into you know malpractice don't get me wrong i think we're trying to give a most balanced view where we're like we understand social media we understand advertisements need to you know make them money all that that's completely fair but when you're trying to manipulate someone's natural you know behaviors or the dangers that ai is causing by spreading fake news so quickly and i think they said on the uh documentary fake news spreads six times quicker then yeah. news, and that's just based on the fact the amount of clicks it gets mm. and when you've got code that is learning constantly about clicks about screen time how, how many times you look at something it can't actually decipher what is being looked at in in the sense of good or bad mm. then there's an issue i can i can put my phone down for as much as i want today but if i pick up my phone and all i'm getting pushed is blm 
oh rise up this all that kind of uh, uh, rhetoric constantly there's no point if i look at that for an hour if i look at that for an, for uh, for six hours in a day in a year period of time it's going to affect my way of thinking at yeah. that point so there needs to be a way where you imagine imagine if there was actually a button on social media where you could just be like just turn off T- turn off predictability or it's just like mm-hmm. all literally only show me because you know how um the timeline in instagram changed where yeah. it's like it wasn't chron- i noticed it, that it difference. wasn't it wasn't cor- uh, chronological it was actually just you know the most things that were int- i don't, don't even know how to explain it but yeah yeah, yeah. It changed it to the most like popular stuff yeah where it's like sometimes that's when i actually i miss the old bit because do you know when you go through and not that um bothers me that much but you know like i feel like now you're more likely to miss people's posts yeah whereas if you post at nine o'clock if i scroll i'll be able to see that at some point i'll be like oh that's what vic was up to i scroll i'll be able to see what your sister's up to what my mum's up to this is that yeah and now i can go in there and i might not even see the fact you posted yeah because someone else has liked this picture from andrew's bait about yeah. 10 times and that's actually some fake news that there that's a bit of bants but obviously it's actually impacting people mm-hmm. so uh, as you always know, the uh, long answer, Dave, over here. <laughs> I think it Please. is. I think it's. It has to be the technology one, but from the sounds of it, and obviously, there's people way smarter than us that will be able to solve that out. It doesn't sound like it's feasible to just go in, put in the code, don't spread fake news, don't spread, you know, negativity. Because like, I don't think that's the way a computer works. Mm. It's been coded in such a way just to react to an output, which is clicks. Um, the government needs to do something. There needs to be some sort of regulation. Like, how can I go on social media? I can tweet something about Vic and say something that's completely, completely wrong, completely uh, made up. But in the law, I'll get done for blasphemy. Yes. Yeah. But if a company does it or something else or a piece of news is spread by Twitter through the algorithm, there's no one held account- accountable for that. Yet me, me to you has less impact than the fake news that spread to millions. Nailed it right there, mate. There you go. That yeah. is it. That yeah, I, I agree. That's I don't nice. really have anything else, but I'll just I'll do like a little bit of a roundup. Roundup, guys. Um, uh, just a little YouTube thing for you guys, then while you prepare the roundup. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we're, we're gonna mix it up with clips and stuff. Obviously, this episode was just uh, one topic, so it doesn't really yeah. make sense putting a clip in. But if you made it this far, thank you so much. You're running up that uh, uh, viewing time. Um, obviously, like, subscribe. Make sure you you follow us on Spotify if you've got Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Listen to us audio. Watch the videos. You know, subscribe to us, spread it, spread the news of the off-white pod to anyone else. Do you have anything specific you want to um, say before? Yeah, we just a f- just a final little comment. Um, the daily recommended time to be on social media is thirty minutes. So the best thing you can possibly do with that thirty minutes is go on our YouTube and watch <laughs> our clips, and then go on our page and look at our memes and our clash of the days because there's not going to be a more unbiased, uh, un politically politicized uh instagram page than us so if you're gonna do it uh spend your time watching us and looking at us because it won't be a waste of time exactly
Take us out. Perfect. So that has been uh, the Off White Boys and the Off White Pod on our take uh, review on the Social Dilemma on Netflix. Go check it out. Go check us out. Instagram, Off White Boys, YouTube, uh, the Off White Boys, the Off White Pod. Uh, watch our clips. Give us feedback. Like, subscribe, comment, uh, and have a great week. We'll catch you next week. Peace.